You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 118. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there, Amy here. Welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I am so excited about today's guest because it's a guy that I actually never thought I would have on my show. I'm absolutely thrilled that he's on my show, but he's a little bit different than those that I've interviewed in the past. Here's why. His name is Dr. Josh Axe. You likely already know who he is, but just in case you don't, He's a certified doctor of natural medicine, a doctor of chiropractic, and a clinical nutritionist. Now, he's also created one of the top 10 most visited natural health websites in the world at draxe.com. It has over 6 million, yeah, you heard me right, 6 million monthly visitors. And the topics he talks about are nutrition, natural medicine, fitness, healthy recipes, home remedies, and trending health news. Now you might be wondering, okay, Amy, why are you interviewing Dr. Axe if he's all about health and fitness and your show is all about online marketing? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Recently, I had the opportunity to learn a little bit about the behind the scenes details to Dr. Axe's empire, and it truly is an empire. And as I'm sure you can guess based on his success, he's got a pretty solid online marketing strategy that is highly effective. But what you might be surprised to hear is that I actually see him as a minimalist when it comes to social media and list building and online marketing in general. He doesn't stretch himself too thin and he does not believe that you have to be everywhere all the time to grow your business, which is actually a really refreshing thing to hear when you feel overwhelmed and a little bit stressed out with your own online marketing strategy. So some of you might be tuning in a little bit more as you hear this. So listen up, because in this interview, we're going to talk about how he's attracted over a million followers on his Facebook page, his philosophy on using social media platforms, his niche interest list building strategies via his blog, how he nurtures his email list. And we're even going to get into webinars. And I ask him exactly what do you teach in a webinar versus what you sell after the webinar. So we're getting into a lot of details. We're going to cover a lot of ground all around his online marketing strategies. So I won't make you wait any longer. Let's go ahead and dive in. Dr. Axe, thank you so very much for being with me here today. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me, Amy. Yeah, I think this is going to be an interesting conversation because Although we're getting into some really good stuff, we're not actually talking about what you are most known for. However, maybe most people won't know you are incredibly strategic and smart with how you are managing everything on the back end of your business. And that's what I really wanted to focus on. But before we get there, will you tell people about your business and what you do and who you help? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, my business is my mission. So I'll kind of start by saying that. And the reason it's my mission is I decided to get healthy really early on in life. And the big reason was at 40 years old, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, which was crazy for my family because my mom was a gym teacher. She was a swim instructor. You would have looked at her and thought, man, this this woman is fit. She's healthy. 
but was diagnosed with cancer. She went through the traditional medical system, went through chemotherapy, mastectomy. And I just remember how sick she got. And as a kid saying, I never want to see anyone have to go through that again. And the good thing was she was diagnosed as being cancer-free and healthy after that, but she really got sicker than ever. She developed thyroid problems, fatigue issues, digestive issues. This went on for 10 years. She was diagnosed with cancer again. And at that point, I was actually training to become a doctor. And she called me, told me the bad news, and I flew home. And we decided to take care of her all naturally. So we started juicing vegetables. She started doing bone broth and essential oils like frankincense and herbs like turmeric and all these different things. And after three months, went back to the oncologist and her tumors had shrunk in half. Wow. Uh, Today, it's been actually 10 years since then. And she's cancer-free and healthy. In fact, she's ran three 5Ks with me in the past few years. Got oh second goodness. third her age group. She water skis. And, and she's, in her, she's in her mid-60s and says she feels better now than she did in her 30s. So I could have made that story a lot longer, but just to say, that's really what fuels me, Amy. That's why I started DrX.com, which now is one of the largest natural health websites in the world, is that I really think about all the people out there that don't have answers. And I really want to help provide the solutions for them from healthy recipes to fitness videos to articles on nutrition. And so that's a that's a big part of our mission with DrX.com is we talk about saving lives and helping people transform their health. You have incredibly valuable feedback on your website. I'm going to definitely link to it in my show notes. I'm pretty sure a lot of those listening already know about you, but I still wanted you to kind of give a little taste of what you're all about. But to kind of transition into what we're talking about today, one of the things that is just incredibly impressive is that your Facebook page is very much engaged with people that love to hear from you. You are posting often on your Facebook page and you just passed a million fans, which is a huge accomplishment. So congratulations on that. Thanks. And also what's cool is you actually have some tips to share with us about how you got to those million fans and why they're so engaged and why they click on everything you put on that page. I mean, I watched the number of likes and comments and it's very impressive. So you actually have seven steps to growing an engaged Facebook page. Let's dive into those first. Yeah, I would say for me, number one, and this is something I've heard for years from my my followers on Facebook, Amy, but it's people say, I feel like I know you. Like it's hard for me to go, especially to a Whole Foods somewhere. But if I go to the Whole Foods in Nashville, <laughs> I typically get stopped several times. And I people bet. will say to me, they'll say, Hey, I feel like I know you. And I've heard that over and over again. And they'll say they feel like that because they've either heard my podcast or radio show or they've watched a YouTube video of mine. And so I think step number one is letting people know you. You know, that's that's step number one. And so for us, we do quite a few videos. In fact, recently we started doing Facebook Live, which has been a huge success. Okay, incredible, right? In fact, I'm blown away <laughs> at too. how effective it is. And so that's number one. If you're not doing Facebook Live, I think it is a great thing to do. Keep it short and then answer questions after what you're initially talking about. But again, I think Facebook Live, number one thing, just as we're talking about a timely thing, that's one of the first things I would start doing. Number two, partnerships are huge. You know, remember, it's not all about you. You know, it's about spreading the love. It's about exposing people to truth and helping them. So everything we do... You know, a lot of people would try and game the system in the past, Amy. And for us, we never followed that. We just said, you know what? Our goal is to 
get people the best quality information that they haven't seen before, things that are unique, things that are purple cows. And so, you know, we do that not just with our own content, but with partners. So we really are, and we're very strategic. We just do not promote anyone's stuff. We really are strategic and find people that have similar values that we have and people that have game-changing, unique content and we partner with those people and support each other. And so that would be one of the other things that we've done. The other thing is, too, we're looking for what's next. And as we've talked about, Facebook Live is one of the things we've talked about. Another trend that we found, and if I wasn't a practicing physician and CEO right now, I'd be a gourmet chef. My wife and I are total foodies. You know, we just got back from a trip to New York and we just, we love food. <laughs> now, that being said, I used to do a cooking show online that were typically, you know, seven to 10 minute videos and did well with that. We started seeing that a website called Yumly started producing one minute videos. Now, most of the recipes weren't healthy. It was like how to make nachos, but really one minute. People don't have a lot of time or 50 seconds. Right. So we started making videos of DIY essential oil recipes, of healthy smoothies and juices and all these recipes that typically last about 59 seconds. And we started posting those. They are going viral more than any content we've ever put out by far. Really? So you're thinking that it's those quick little shots of information around what to prepare or how to cook or whatever that's really making a difference, the fact that it's so short? Yeah, because think about it. YouTube is the number two search engine in the world behind Google. But you go to YouTube because people want to see things done. Well, today's society, people want it done in less time. So heck, if somebody can learn how to do an entire recipe, in 59 seconds rather than 30 minutes. Bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. So we have found that that right now is, and by the way, just if everyone wants to check this out, so we just had a million visits on my Dr. Axe page, but we just hit, I think, around 300,000 in three months on our new page called Food is Medicine. Food is Medicine. Okay, I'm going to link to it. And that's because of these one-minute recipe videos on there. So again, I just recommend people always keep their eye open for things like that. because, And and I'm sure that this can correlate with other people that are listening for business purposes or something else. But that has been huge for us. Another thing I'll mention too is, you know, we don't focus on a lot of social media, but YouTube is one that I really like. And for us, we found that this is just more a technicality, but we upload the MP4 version instead of the YouTube link, since Facebook doesn't actually like YouTube on their platform. That just little technique like that alone has caused the amount of views for that to be much larger. And a few other tips, you know, once you grow to a certain size, it's really important to leverage and partner with your audience. And I started something, this is something I did years ago in my clinic, but I started something called an ambassador program. In my clinic, I would do live events and I would have volunteers. And so I had six or 10 patients who were my top referring patients that I would give, I allow them to get my supplements at cost. I would give them you know, a lot of free stuff. I'd spend extra time with them and give, give them extra attention and recognition. And we did the same thing with Facebook. So I actually have 12 Facebook ambassadors that help answer questions. We spend time training them. They actually, we have uh, several Facebook pages now, like our Food is Medicine page or our private pages that are for people that have paid for a program we have. And that's another thing I think that is huge is really equipping and partnering with your own audience, giving them some preferential treatment. That's been another big thing for our Facebook growth there as well. And then a couple other things here, you know, only posting viral content. I know that this should be obvious, 
But if it's not knock your socks off, we typically don't post it. And that's why, again, we do that content ourselves, and we partner with people that have that, I call it purple cow from Seth Godin's book. It's like you're driving down the road. And today people have so many things in their face all the time that unless there's like a purple cow in the middle of the road, people don't see anything. And so it's an important thing to remember is that, again, ask that question, is this a purple cow? So actually one of our team values This is getting off topic, but we have core team culture values. One of our top ones is create wows and purple cows. So everybody (laughs) should be like, wow. So let's talk about that real fast. I know you have a few more tips, but I've got to drill down on this one a little bit. I know that my listeners are thinking right now, well, like, how do you know it's a purple cow or what are some of the telltale signs to help you figure out if this is going to be that good? I would look at and consider a few things. Number one, I would say, just ask yourself, have people seen this before? You know, if I post something, for instance, I know on omega-3 fatty acids, everybody knows what those are. If I'm like, fish oil is healthy, right? you know, like that's not news versus especially something new just came out within a few hours or something like that. Or if there's something that, you know, there's a benefit that people would never think that that would be beneficial. For instance, more people today think that meat causes heart disease. In fact, saying meat actually fights cancer or something like that. So I think that something that people haven't seen before. Also, I would say looking at what other people have done, I mean, modeling. Now, again, you never want to copy anybody, but what you want to do is look at what they've done that works in terms of the way that their thing is visually set up. So for instance, we started noticing that with like, for instance, I could post an article on a skin condition and just a picture of somebody, let's say has like eczema or psoriasis, and we wouldn't get many clicks. But if we created our own meme and we had a big red circle around it with an arrow, and then on the other side, we had a glass of lavender cream pointing over there said the cure you don't know about. I mean, I think that, you know, that's another thing is looking at what has gone viral for you in the past and recreating that as well. So again, I think it's more, there's certain things that are catching people's eyes. So I would say headlines, I would say catching people's eye and then really knowing and, and, and asking yourself that question is this completely new to people and is it unique? And you got to really just pay attention. Just like you were saying, like, what are people clicking on? What are other people doing? I'm a huge fan of modeling what's already working and making it your own and putting your own spin on it. And I think that's a great piece of advice you gave as well. Totally. Yep. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy. 
all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so I kind of interrupted your stream about ways to grow your Facebook page. So you keep going. Yeah, and I would say number seven is really going to be, you know, giving away things for free and things that are compelling to people, you know, and looking at what your audience wants. Like on my website, this surprised me. We started doing things with essential oils about two years ago, and they were so popular. I mean, and so then we said, you know what? Our people want essential oils. We're going to give them more and we're going to create a really unique ebook around it. And so that was another thing too, is really, you know, creating things that were free, free guides. And today, this is important to remember, we live in a Pinterest-like society. If you look at all the recipe websites and blogs today, the larger ones, essentially they're all trying to make themselves look like Pinterest. And knowing that too, you know, saying to yourself, okay, well, what is it about Pinterest? Well, it's very visually appealing. People don't want to read about how to heal I'm using health conditions right now, but right. people don't want to learn how to heal their thyroid. They want to see it. They want to visually see how to do that. And so we need to create infographics and things like that to help people. So any content we put out today, it's all very visually stimulating to where people can know without reading. They know by seeing what to do rather than, than reading. So I think again, but giving away a lot of things for free is another big, I mean, I, I believe, I mean, with our website, I mean, for every thing we request in terms of somebody buying something, we've given away at least 10 things for free. Okay. So giving away free, valuable content, like maybe an article or some tips or any kind of trick that they can use visually making that appealing on your Facebook page before you ask for anything in return, you're doing a lot more of that. Like I would say at least 80, 20, you're doing, if not more than 80. Exactly. Yes. Okay, cool. Now you mentioned Pinterest and we're talking about Facebook here. And one thing that I think is really unique and incredibly strategic about what you're doing is that you are not actually on every social media channel in the sense that you're not on Snapchat. You don't really use Twitter a lot or Instagram, but you really focus on Facebook and Pinterest. Would that be true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. I mean, for us, and and by the way, for the longest time, it was only Facebook. I mean, that was it especially early on. And I, I'm a big believer in having a single focus 
And I mean, maybe part of it's the way I'm wired as a guy is that I have a hard time doing two things at once where my wife is like, I love it. My wife is watching TV. She's surfing the internet. She's texting her sister. She's doing laundry and she's eating all at the same time. And I like, am glad that you I, know the difference between men and women that way. <laughs> so, I mean, I can't do that, but we found that it's a lot better to focus on one area. And also for our community, you know, we want them all to segregate together in one area typically. So for us, Facebook was really the number one thing we focused on at first. And our philosophy is we want to go and master something, be the best in the world at it or the best we can be. And then once that's set up and once that's automated in a way and really highly functional, and we have, let's say, a team member in charge of that, then we'll go and we'll focus on something else. And just to be honest, I mean, we feel really strong where we're at with Facebook. We feel good with Pinterest and YouTube, but we haven't maximized those yet and completely perfected those. And so until we get even stronger there, we're not going to do more social media because, I mean, I listen, I've been tempted to do Periscope and Instagram, but then I started realizing as well, like with Periscope, it was so much of my personal time. And for me to think about doing YouTube, which is more personal time and that, yeah. I just said, you know what, we're going to go with what some of the biggest are, most powerful for our reach. And it was those three. And really, Facebook gives most of our attention. And we also give some to Pinterest and YouTube, but that's that's really it. Yeah, there's no really no focus on Twitter, not on Instagram, not on Periscope, not on, you mentioned chat. Snapchat. Well, when I, I, mentioned, don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> when I mentioned Snapchat before we jumped on this interview, my favorite thing was like, you're like, yeah, whatever, whatever that is. I love that you have been incredibly successful. I mean, your numbers speak for themselves across Facebook and your email list and what you're doing online. And you're not worried that you're not on every social media channel. And I tell my students this all the time, but you are a perfect example of a highly successful person that's doing it. So I appreciate you sharing your philosophy on that. Great. Thanks. Yeah. And I think people tend to get over, I'm the same way. I can get overwhelmed with things. Yes. And again, if I only have one thing on my plate, it's a lot easier to be great, great at that. So true. Okay. So I want to back up a little bit and talk to you about Facebook live because it's a hot topic right now. I literally just did a show about it with Kim Garst not too long ago but you are killing it with Facebook Live. And I want you to talk about what's working for you. You had mentioned that you do really short segments and then you do a Q&A. Is that typically your style? Yeah, it typically is a style. And it's not always, you know what, do as I say, maybe not as I do. <laughs> okay. I, I tend to talk longer sometimes. Sometimes you use the whole 20 minutes. But like I did one this morning and we just released a new product called Bone Broth Protein. But, you know, I really did it and I really make it try and make it highly educational. Like I really follow the YouTube principles. I start off letting people know within 15 seconds or shorter, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. And then get right into Here's what I'm going to talk about this YouTube live. I'm going to go through these five points and I'm going to answer your questions live. So I think it's like reading a book. It's like I want to know what's coming up. And you'll notice I I watch ESPN all the time. I mean, even networks started doing this. Here's what's coming up next. People want to know that. And so I typically let them know my outline of what I'll talk about. And sometimes I go off, you know, in different directions, but I try and do that at the beginning of the episode. I love that idea. And I definitely do the same. Now, my question to you is while you're going through, let's say five points to this new bone broth protein, you said that you just released. When you're talking about that, are you engaging with your audience in the fact that they're jumping in, throwing in questions? Are you just going to go through the content first, then get to Q&A? And I ask because I think flow is important with these live videos we're making. So I was curious your style. And again, this is my philosophy. I think people could do it the other way that I do, Amy, but 
I just promised them I was going to go through five points. And so I'm going to go through the five points. Unless it's really, let let me give you an example. Like if I'm going through and I'm talking about point three with bone broth protein and how it helps heal your gut and autoimmune disease. And if somebody asks a really relevant question that is so related to what I'm talking about, then I will. Gotcha. But in most cases, I will. Most cases, I'll go through the five points. But sometimes I'm like, well, you know what? I need to touch on this here anyways. And so I will sometimes do that. Cool. Okay. So I think it's also about finding your own style because if you're comfortable with how you're doing it, it's going to come across in your videos versus you trying to fit your style into somebody else's style or whatever. So I appreciate you sharing that. Definitely. Now I wanted to actually do a segue into list building because you've had some awesome success with growing your email list and you're very strategic about it. So the first thing is, can you tell us a little bit about how you grow your email list using your social media channels? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it started off, I call it in the early days, but um, you know, it's, it started off when we, when we first started doing this, it was giving away free eBooks. So that's really where we started. And I remember, I mean, this is crazy, but this is before people were hardly giving away eBooks. We put one out there and my email list went from you know, 5,000 to almost 18,000. Oh, the good old days, right? Yeah. In a matter (laughs) of a week or two. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And, you know, so we started doing that a little bit more today. You know, what we do is we do actually run a lot of Facebook ads. And I think that's one of the things we do, but I'm always education first as well. And so a big part of our sequence is we try and get people to, we follow Jeff Walker's launch formula And I try and get people to click on three training videos. And that's where I'm really educating them on something. So let's talk about bone broth, for instance, or I I did a webinar recently on how to do a bone broth cleanse to help sort of cleanse and detox your body. I did three training videos. I talked about, you know, one video on bone broth for boosting your immunity. Another one, I showed them how to make bone broth. And then the third thing I did was I talked about bone broth for getting rid of cellulite and weight loss and that type of thing. And then they went to a webinar. And so that's sort of part of the funnel we bring them through is we'll do ads to where watch this free video here. And then we'll actually give away PDFs along with that. So quizzes, a lot of people really like quizzes. So we did a, are you toxic quiz with that? We also gave a free bone broth pen recipe guide we gave away. So as you can see, I mean, a big part of us getting these opt-ins is giving away free, unique content that our audience is going to love and then asking them to share it and tell other people as well. I think that's a big part of what we're doing in terms of giving away the content. So they went through three videos and then you got them on a webinar and on the webinar, because webinars are definitely my thing. I love talking about this topic. You get them on a webinar, you teach some more on a webinar, I'm guessing, and then you promote your product. Exactly. So we typically do a program. And by the way, next time we do this, we should have a whiteboard and we can, I, I, I know. love well, my wife is so funny. She's like, we have a whiteboard in the house and she's like, oh, are you going to draw out another funnel for me? I'm like, hey, I love showing people funnels. So, but Too anyway, funny. yeah, we bring people from Facebook, the three videos, the webinar, and then from the webinar, you know, we might have a sales page video follow-up that we have there as well. And then on the webinar, we typically go with about 85% just pure content, like, hey, here's free content for you. And then maybe like a 15% pitch. And part of that pitch is actually Q&A. Yes. And, we'll pick, you know, and we'll try and pick questions that are really relevant to the product or the program that we're offering there as well. But yeah, here's the thing. If people spent 40 minutes in 
they're going to be excited about bone broth or whatever I'm teaching about. So I don't need to spend 45 minutes pitching them something, you know, right. it doesn't need to be that long. And I agree with you that the Q and a kind of sells the program itself when you choose the best questions that people are asking. So I love that. But one question I get asked all the time when it comes to webinars is how do you figure out what content to put on in your webinar to teach versus what's in your actual program or product that you're selling. So real fast, what was it that you were selling on that webinar? Was it an online training program? Yeah, it was an online training program. Most of the things we do are programs we sell. Right. Uh, we do we do have some products and supplements on occasion, but most of the time it's programs. And in terms of how I decide what the content is, I mean, it's for me, actually, I hardly think about that anymore because what somebody gets in my program, and I think everybody should be like this, Amy. I know, I know, you know, your your stuff is, but I go so in depth in my programs yeah. that there's no way that I could cover it on an hour <laughs> right. webinar. So it's kind of goes without saying. But you know, like let's say for instance, I have five steps to heal leaky gut. Uh, a lot of times I'll cover three of the steps, and then I'll say if you want to learn about steps four and five, which are the most important steps then you're definitely going to want to get the program, you know? So again, it's very much things like that. But I'll talk about supplements and I'll say, here are two of the five supplements you should take. And so essentially it's, you know, I teach real things that they can learn. And then in my programs, it's a little more video-based sometimes. And, and also we're giving, you know, printed PDFs and handouts and all those things. So what people are getting in a program, it's really, really high value. Yeah, that, that's kind of typically what I do. It makes sense, definitely. And you leave them wanting more, but you never let them walk away from a webinar if they didn't buy feeling like I didn't learn anything because I didn't buy what he was selling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I want people to walk away. They're saying my life was transformed by this webinar so much that I know the program is going to 10x that even more. Yes, so we're that's totally on the same page there. And webinars work so incredibly well when you are selling an online training program. So I'm so glad you shared that with us. Now, we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but one question I have for you is it, let's say you're not in a launch. Do you actually have other opt-in opportunities, let's say on your website, or maybe you talk about in Facebook or Pinterest, are you always growing your email list or is it really just when you're launching? I have several answers for you. And by the way, I learned this in clinical practice, not online. We're always launching. Oh, um, I like that. Okay. Tell so, me more about so that. So I found this in my office. If we would do events in the office, so we would do things like a patient appreciation day where people could bring in their friends. We would do, I would do a health talk on like how to fight cancer. We would do something every week. If I didn't have something going on that month or that week, something that we were pushing to, it even affected my staff. It's like, you always have to, one of our big team missions is run to win the race, you know? And it's like, a lot of people, if you don't have a finish line, staff, your team, yourself, if you're not racing like you should, you can veer off. And so we always have a finish line in place. We always have something we're fighting for and pushing for. And so that's what I mean by that. But like, for instance, so we always have something on the books that we're supporting and, and getting people ready for. And at this point, I mean, we're, we're planning our marketing calendar six months to a year out as much as we can. Yeah. So I think all those are important things to remember. Then also all of our articles there is something you can opt in for. And the more we grow, the more we try and customize and personalize for people. For instance, when I started doing opt-ins on my site, we would start off with on every page, we had this guide called Superfood Super You. It was a superfood guide and that was it. Now today, if I write articles on essential oils, there is a specific guide for essential oil on the essential oil article page. But that essential oil is not probably going to be interesting for people that are learning about recipes. 
So if somebody's on a recipe page, they're getting a recipe. And now we're even trying to create guides for if it's a paleo recipe, they're getting the paleo recipe guide. If they're on the desserts page, they're getting a gluten-free dessert and so on and so forth. And so we really try and personalize and create that free guide for that person of niche interest. And I mean, I understand that there's a lot of people listening who maybe they're not in that position yet where they could create a guide every single month. But I would say that this is a little bit of a side note, but just remember, it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, that's one of the biggest yes. pieces of advice I would give myself is like going back. I mean, the first guide I, I created, it took me like a year. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. And now looking at it, it's like, okay, I'm just going to make 10 recipes fast. I'm going to hire somebody on Elance to do a quick graphic design and bam, I'm getting it up quick. Like I'm not spending a year creating these giveaways. It's, hey, I'm a few recipes, little design, you know, Bam, we got it there. But I'd say the more we can personalize and customize the giveaway, knowing what that person's on your site or that page for, that specific page, the, the, the higher conversion opt-in you're going to have for that. I am in love with this strategy. And I love that you said, you know, not everybody can do this with every post they're putting up, but you can definitely strive for it as you grow your business. Now, those, let's say freebies, I call them content upgrades that you're putting inside, let's say your mm -hmm. blog posts, people are opting in for those though, right? Oh, absolutely. Great. Yes. Okay. I was going to cringe if you said no. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> this no, is no, not no, going no. as I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So of course you're strategic enough. I should have known that everyone has to then opt in to get that even better thing that you have. If they like what they're reading, they're going to want to opt in for something even better. Exactly. And then I don't know if we have time to talk about this. Bring it on. Uh, then the other thing is too, we then create uh, what we call nurture sequences once somebody opts in. Ooh, and tell so, me about that. Starting off, what we did is, and again, this is another thing that we really focused on in my clinic is I would train my staff. And when we had somebody step in my clinic, we wanted them to immediately say, I've never been anywhere like this before. Again, we want them to say, wow. We want them to feel loved, just absolutely like I am in the right place. Like I'm as comfortable here as in my own home, you know? Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like once somebody opts in for something you get, we want to give them our absolute best. We want to put on our nicest shoes and coat and, <laughs> and serve them the best we can. We started off with a 30-day, eventually a 60, then a 90-day funnel where the first 30 days we sent them our best articles, our most popular stuff, video intro from me, really just Again, serving them, giving away a lot of free things for them to really feel like, wow, this is, I'm really glad I opted in here. And over time, not only did we do it for the 30 and 90 days, we customized it more. We knew if somebody opted in for that essential oil guide, we're giving them even more essential oil content and other free essential oil things versus if somebody signed up for recipes, it's more recipe stuff or somebody more fitness, more fitness videos. And so again, we've really are now trying to customize and personalize that nurture sequence that goes anywhere from 30 to 60 to 90 days afterwards. So highly segmented based on what they opted in for. Yes. That's fantastic. And let's say you have a smaller business than Dr. X and there's three or four things that you know you do really well in your business, three or four topics, then you can build out three or four nurture sequence instead of 10 or 20 or making it way too huge for you. So I love this idea. And you know, wrapping up, what I think I'm going to take away most from this interview is I love that you relate it all back to when you had the practice and people were coming in and you had that high touch experience. And then you're finding out, okay, how can I take that real life high touch experience and make it happen online? And you're always comparing the two. And I think that's what makes you so unique in what you do. 
Well, Amy, you know, for me, it's all about relationships, you know, and I think back, and by the way, this is something I told my patients in my clinic, and I tell even readers of my book now, is I'm going to take care of you like I would my own mom and my own family, because when my mom was sick with cancer, it was a similar thing. Like, I flew home from Florida to Ohio. We sat down. We prayed together. We went through exactly what she needed to do with my mom. I made her her own little cookbook. Mm. I made her a shopping list I put on the fridge. I brought her to Whole Foods, and we walked up and down the aisles together, and it's a similar thing now. You know, I'm giving people that go through my programs, just like my patients, is I give them a shopping list. I give them a cookbook I made. I do training videos where I actually do videos of myself making bone broth and veggie juices, and I email it into their inbox. And so I really believe so much that what we do, this is a relationship business. And so I think the important thing to remember is, you know, what if you are creating this piece of content, for your mom or your best uh, friend or your good. brother, yes. that's that's really who you want to think about serving and putting that extra effort into it. And so again, that's that's really sort of the uh, the philosophy. Nice way to wrap it up. I couldn't even do a better job myself. So thank you so very much for that. And I want my listeners to go to your blog, read some of your articles, opt into some of your freebies, and really pay attention to what that nurture sequence looks like once they get into your world. So where should they go to kind of start the process with you? Sure. Well, I'd go to my website. It's draxe.com. That's D-R-A-X-E.com. So draxe.com. Also, you can check out my Facebook page there as well. Again, just Dr. Josh Axe there on Facebook. And again, I just want to say, Amy, it's a great honor. I've listened to your podcast before. I appreciate your mission, what you're doing. And again, want to say uh, thanks so much for having me on. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. This has been a true treat. Can't wait to check out all your stuff and you have a wonderful day. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. So there you have it. Pretty interesting stuff, right? I love interviewing people that are outside of my own niche and learning about how they've applied online marketing strategies to their own businesses. I mean, we just covered a lot of ground, social media, specifically Facebook. We talked about Facebook live. We even talked about Pinterest a bit. We also talked about niche related list building and nurturing your list and what to do on webinars. And the fact that he used Jeff Walker's strategy, I thought was really cool as well. So this guy knows a thing or two about online marketing. So he is not only this incredible doctor, but he's incredibly strategic in his business. He is definitely one to follow. So again, draxe.com is where you want to start. Opt in for some of his stuff, even if you're not interested in his topic, which I think probably all of us would be, but you also want to opt in to see how he nurtures you as you get into his funnels. I always think it's cool to see inside someone's business from two different perspectives, the content they teach and the strategies they use to attract their audience. So go into it with two different mindsets, and I think that you will learn a lot. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Have a wonderful week in the meantime, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 